And so Ryan found this way to cook a turkey called spatchcocking. Have you heard of this? Stop talking. (laughs) (laughs) So you listen, this is real elite here, okay? You take really sharp kitchen scissors and you everybody and welcome to the advice not given podcast each week we share unfiltered truth-telling conversations between two friends you're invited to eavesdrop as we give each other the advice you didn't ask for but wish you did we're your hosts kelly artis and claire wood of millspo gurus and this is advice not given everybody. Welcome back to episode 16 of the Advice Not Given podcast. Today we are talking all things Thanksgiving. You will be hearing this on Tuesday and a mere two days later, we will be all celebrating the Thanksgiving holiday. So Kelly and I just wanted to take a fun, lighthearted approach to this episode. We want to share a little bit today about some of our typical growing up Thanksgiving traditions. We want to talk a little bit about how we now do Thanksgiving as military service families. And we want to share a few of our current favorite traditions as well as tell you about a free opportunity for you before the episode ends. So Kelly, Talk to me about what it was like to do Thanksgiving growing up for you. Oh, it makes me hungry. Um, okay, so <laughs> we, um, I, my, my parents are probably going to get on to me for this because I get some of the memories a little fuzzed up. But like, our family lived in South Carolina. We were from South Carolina near the mountains. So I feel like the years that we were home for Thanksgiving, we did um, kind of a smaller, just the four of us family meal. Mm -hmm. um, And then typically went outside for (laughs) for the rest of like the weekend, the holiday, Um, go like hiking with friends. I had one friend, actually his birthday is today. I need to reach out to her. Um, We'd just go play in the woods, you know, or like um, go to the lake and hike up a trail or whatever. It's kind of cold. I remember like the the crisp air, mm-hmm. um, working off some of that turkey. Um, the older we got, we would uh, definitely be working off <laughs> some other things as well because it seemed like Thanksgiving was the time of year that people would all kind of congregate and come back home, right? So like right. all your high school friends and everybody are still there. So then it became okay. What are we doing after Thanks? Like after Thursday, it was right. like Meet up. that was time for friends. Yeah. So yeah. Um, I definitely I don't know. I remember that. I think when we were younger, we used to travel a lot. Like we do our holiday with our family, like our immediate family at home. And then we would pack up and travel up to North Carolina to see the rest of our extended family. And that right. was always hectic and crazy and too much food. Cause all oh. of them have made all the food, you know, and you had to sit and you had to eat it. Well, yeah. <laughs> so. I thought you were going to say too much people, but too much. Food. Um, <laughs> I mean, it was a good bit of, I think our family was rather small compared to probably what some other people experience. Um, yeah. Ours, you know, we had, the sets of grandparents and I had one set of cousins that lived up there and, you know, we just kind of hung out with them and just, you know, followed them around and did their thing. We had to stop at like everybody's house. My, my one grandma would make a big meal and then like all the cousins and everybody would come together. But um, yeah, I just remember it being busy. So when um, it was just you and your immediate family, did your mom cook like all the food for y'all or just kind of yeah. keep it simple or. It was no, she, yeah, she cooked it all. Um, so we have this funny joke that I told, apparently I told my grandmother, her in-law one year that I preferred my mom's mashed potatoes, which apparently was like heresy. Oh no! And yeah. my grandmother asked my mom what was in her recipe. And my mom like died laughing, fell on the floor, was like, 
Um, it's the box of evaporated. Uh, remember those? Yeah. <laughs> Instant potatoes. <laughs> yeah. Like I was obsessed with like the pot. I called them pop biscuits in the can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and my grandma made like this amazing from scratch buttermilk biscuits. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and her stuffing was stovetop. I like loved it. <laughs> well, listen, I know, I don't know about you, but I always ate school lunch and those instant mashed potatoes, like they have a special place in my heart, like right. for life. So <laughs> I can't stomach even thinking about them now. Well, no, yeah. I do have a fond recollection. of If you get that consistency <laughs> Just right. Yep. Oh, man. Anyway, yeah. So what about you? What are your traditions look like? So when we were growing up, both of my parents um, lived within just their families lived within about a half hour of each other. So we would always spend Thanksgiving Day with my dad's extended family and then the day after with my mom's. And on my dad's side, I'm guessing there are probably close to 50 people that would come to not my aunt, but my dad's aunt's house. And it was a Mm -hmm. tiny little place, but we piled in there and it never felt crowded. And like all the kids either had to eat on the screen porch or down in the basement, which we loved. Um, Mm -hmm. But looking back, it was like a dungeon down there and like probably really drafty and dark and scary. But like we thought it was the best thing ever. And it's funny because like you, a lot of my memories center around going outside and we would play like touch football in her yard after with all of my cousins and second cousins. Um And then the day after, of course, we would spend it with my mom's family and probably at least 25 people on that side. So to me, it does center around food, but so many more of my memories just center around family and people. And honestly, like we were still doing that until like eight years ago, every single Thanksgiving. Um, And then when, of course, when I married Ryan, we did my two sides and his parents and their whole extended family. So a lot of food, a lot of people. A lot of fun. But as we had kids, it got harder and harder to do that because, you know, it's one thing when you're single or young, like you just jump in the car with your parents. But like it got to be exhausting trying to be everywhere and like see everybody at the time that they were having their meal, eat the Mm -hmm. food. Like we would often get the, well, what do you mean you've already eaten? Well, we thought you guys were going to have turkey and dressing with us. Well, what about so-and-so's homemade pumpkin pie or, you know, so it was just kind of like this whole unwritten code of Thanksgiving behavior. (laughs) Yeah. And you're, you're telling that person like, no, the, this one's stuffing was better. So I, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So you just said stuffing and you're from South Carolina. It's dressing, right? It's stuffing. Stuffing. Yeah. No, I don't know. So they say yeah. the main difference is stuffing literally goes inside the turkey. So when you've yeah, had it. never put it in the turkey. <laughs> it's it's in the casserole. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I don't like it in the bird. It's too like wet. I like mm-hmm. it. I like my grandmother's and ugh. so I anyway, yeah, that's just something. It's one of those cultural things. I think people, you're either stuffing or dressing. I was just curious being from the South, you called it stuffing. <laughs> is that the, is that the Yankee way? <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it's, I don't know. I could be wrong. Somebody correct me on this, but I just have always thought dressing, but, it, but the real distinction is like dressing is usually in a pan. Stuffing is stuffed inside of the turkey well, cavity. I just learned something new. Well, hey, <laughs> um, what I'm here for. <laughs> so is it pecan or pecan for you? Pecan. What about you? I don't know if they're on pecan. <laughs> How far north were you in South Carolina? <laughs> Funny. Um, so, okay, wait. So Ryan's parent or family lived in the same town as your family? They live in the same town as my dad's extended family. But only okay. all of this is in with like a 30-mile radius of oh, each nice. other. Okay. Yep. So our, yeah. when we got married, it got real complicated because we had 
a set of folks in South Carolina. My grandparents were still very much, you know, a part of our lives in North Carolina. And then uh, Andrew's parents were kind of dispersed all over the place and they moved around a lot, you know, eventually now have all settled in, well, in the North and South Carolina area, but right. used to be, you know, family in Virginia. And then he had family and, and his tradition was to go to his grandma's house in Virginia. So that was tricky. Cause like, yeah. I mean, we can't go to all the places like right. it's not possible. Um, and then, you know, depending on whether or not his mom was even in the country, you know, cause she, she worked all over the place, uh, traveling and yeah, whatnot. So it's like, if she was there, we wanted to try to make an effort, but she's of in New course. York city. So it was yeah. like, well, that's, that's a big trip. So yeah, it definitely got. It well, got and Thanksgiving is a holiday that like, if you can't be there the day of, or maybe the day after it's like, well, what's the point? Cause you have to be right. back at work in like two more days. And so I don't even want to ask you this question. Cause you're probably like amazing at it. You just told me like all the things that you've cooked just this week. And I want to tell you that I've had pizza four times. So, um, we tried, (laughs) we tried hashtag deployment. Um, so we tried our first, was our first year we were married. Um, Andrew and I tried to do Thanksgiving at our house, like our brand new house. We just bought it. Well, yeah. The first year. No, it wasn't the first year we were married because he was gone. So it must've been the second year he had just gotten home. And I was like, okay, we're going to do Thanksgiving. It might have been third year. Anyway, forget. Doesn't matter. First time I tried cooking. So I'm texting my friends because I got the turkey. I bought a turkey. Um, and it had stuff like falling out of it. Yes. <laughs> I the- took a picture. <laughs> all the organ meats na- in a bag. Okay. <laughs> and the neck. Nasty. Oh my God, the neck, right? Like I like yeah. almost threw up. I'm like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm looking at. <laughs> <laughs> Where did this part like, come text- from? I'm like, yeah, I'm like texting my mom, I'm like texting, you know, whatever. I'm like, I don't know what to do. I texted my my friend that we did dinners with. She's like, okay, Kelly, calm down. This is what, yeah, she's like walking me through it step by step. I'm like, this is nasty. So we finally got past all that, got it like in the oven. And we had the house we bought was like a 1950s house. So it was this tea tiny little oven that had one rack. Oh, I didn't Lord. realize this was a problem. I bet your turkey um, didn't even fit in there, did it? It barely fit. And we, we cooked it according to the little thing that pops out, you know, the, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I don't know. And, uh, but apparently the thing that popped out was on a bone, which I guess gave it like a false reading. So, so it was still frozen. This, oh my God. <laughs> we, no, it wasn't frozen. We pulled out this turkey. It was all proud. Like Andrew and I both were like, oh my God, look what we did. Um, this might've been a Christmas meal now that I'm going through it. But um, anyway, pull it out and carve into it. It was raw. Like totally raw. I'm like salmonella. Anyone? (laughs) Oh my god, no. We didn't eat it. We we like sliced it up, but then we're starving. Like everyone's freaking starving, and I'm not real good with like apps and whatever. So I was like, I don't know what to do. And we'd had to rotate all the food because it was yeah, cook one thing. (laughs) It's got to keep stuff warm, and it was a disaster. It was a complete disaster. Like everyone left hungry. (laughs) These are like you attempted. Have you attempted cooking a turkey since then? No. No, I have not. Okay. No, never. Uh Uh-uh. You know what I do? I order from Fresh Market and pick it up. Hey, that is the real deal right there. (laughs) So we, um, I had never really cooked for Thanksgiving until we got into the military. And this is kind of a good segue because we wanted to talk about like how times have changed. Um, Mm. And so 
all growing up and even mar- young married, I would just make like a dish to take or, hey, can mm-hmm. you guys pick up rolls on the way? Yeah, got it. That's too easy. Yep. <laughs> and I might make a dessert or, you know, I would contribute, but it wasn't definitely anything like that people were going to miss if it wasn't there. <laughs> and so our first year in the military, we were so far from family and I knew we couldn't go home and I wanted to recreate like all of the foods. And right. um cooked a turkey and like Ryan kind of helps with that because I'm kind of meat averse anyway and um, especially raw things that still look like they did when they're alive Uh, so he helped but my favorite thing that year is I called my grandmother and I'm not gonna cry talking about it I miss her so much she walked me through how to make her dressing on the phone and I made like all the cornbread and like my grandmother is one of those that there is no recipe. It's a shake Mom, of this, my gosh, a pinch of that. Find the recipe for the biscuits. I know, yeah. so- but it's but it's so it's like made with love and made with her yeah. heart and by taste, Aww. not by measurement. And so, um, right. since then, I've really, I think, all but maybe one or two years, I have continued to make the Thanksgiving meal. Um, but here's a little pro tip on the turkey. Okay, <clears throat> so about three years ago, are you familiar with Garden and Gun magazine? No, I am not. Okay. Well, it's it's actually like this really cool, like kind of upgrade of Southern Living magazine. Okay. And so okay. Ryan found this way to c- cook a turkey called spatchcocking. Have you heard of this? Stop talking. <laughs> so you I'm, listen, this is real elite here. Okay. You take really sharp kitchen scissors and you cut the backbone out of the turkey and you sprawl it flat on a pan. And it cooks at a real high temperature for very, like a very short amount of time. And so it's great because you don't have a frozen or a raw turkey. <laughs> um, you cook it so quickly, like it doesn't take up your oven for the whole day. And it's mm. delicious. It stays really like juicy and the skin's really good on it. So I'll link an article to spatchcocking <laughs> if you're ever what? so inclined. <laughs> but it's kind of what, cool. what does it look like, though? It doesn't look, it doesn't look like a pretty turkey, though, does it? It doesn't look like a big tall one, but like we never sit the turkey whole out on the table anyway. It's oh, always okay. carved by the time it's on the table. Gotcha. So on the, I think I've probably got an Instagram picture. You know, have you ever eaten like a chicken leg, like a quarter, a chicken leg quarter? Yeah. yeah it looks like yeah. two of those okay. side by side. Yep. We're getting real in the weeds here and this is kind of grossing <laughs> me out talking about it. But yeah, it sounds nasty. <laughs> the point being, it, it is a really good, easy way to cook a bird. And um, mm. that's just kind of been one of the things we have adopted and adapted as we have, you know, had Thanksgivings here at our house without our extended family. Um, we tag team it a little bit. Ryan's in charge yeah. of the bird. He smoked a turkey a few times and then I take care of the sides and I make my grandmother's dressing. And Mm -hmm. even though we're not home, there's a little bit of us that feels like we're pulling pieces of that into what we're doing here. So yeah. How has your, how has your experience changed? Like since I know you've been in the military since you were married, but like what, what does Thanksgiving look like for you guys now? We do a lot of Friendsgivings. I mean, especially depending on where we are, you know, like, and I think I shared on the last episode, like it gets, we've got, so my sister has kids and in-laws and, you know, his family yeah. has, you know, there's just, there's just so many people, right? So it's really impossible to like coordinate it, anything mm-hmm. and coordinate. Yeah. So typically I'll just like, we'll show up <laughs> if we don't have anything else going on. And I do still love going home, but it's just, it's very different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Would you say it's yeah. stressful? Not like personally necessarily, but like in general, is Thanksgiving a stressful holiday now? I think it was, I think I let it become a stressful holiday for a while, but I think now it doesn't, 
I also have a different perspective yeah. even now, okay. just being yeah. like, you know, the fact that Andrew's not here. Like if he were here, we'd probably try to stay. Yeah. Um, cause we do really, we really love our little, our friend gatherings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everybody bring their favorite dish there to you. So you're sharing and mixing all of these amazing traditions and like, mm-hmm. you know, items and sharing memories about your item, which I just think is so lovely and so fun. Yeah. Um, the kids love it. Cause I mean, if we go home and it's just my parents, like, or, or like my sister's at the other side's Thanksgiving right. that year, like the kids are like, we're bored. <laughs> you yeah. Where are the cousins? Um, and we have to take them to like the trampoline park or something. And I'm like, oh, this isn't a great, I don't know. I don't love it. But um, yeah, so we, we love the Friendsgiving, but like, I don't know. It just, you know, it just depends. Like sometimes people go home. Some people, some people don't. This year, I don't want to cook anything. So yeah. I'm going home. Because <laughs> I'm just like. Or ordering yeah. another pizza, right? <laughs> I will, or, or we will order pizza. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think I've just gotten less. um it is less of a tradition and more yeah. of just uh, where do y'all want to go this year? You know, yeah. what do y'all want to do this year? And I, I totally echo that because, and I'm a big traditions person, obviously like doing the same thing for so many years. Like I almost, it's like a muscle memory, like, well now what? But if anything, I feel like we don't have a predictable Thanksgiving right. tradition. And that used to bother me. Like for a few years, it just really bothered me and I felt lost and I felt sad. And now I'm like, mm-hmm. I kind of like it. Like there is no rule. There is no expectation. If we're together, that's all that matters. And it doesn't matter what we do or what we eat. Um, but I will tell you, we have had some really great, meaningful Thanksgivings since we have been in the military. One year, um, Ryan's sister and her husband came out and spent it with us. And we had some other friends and I arranged a secret um, FaceTime with my friend's kids who are on the other side of the country. And there were just tears Aww. everywhere. Um, one year we hosted for some friends who their son, Janelle, um, you may be listening, but her son was having some health challenges and they couldn't leave the area. So we had them over to our house and made like all the food. And it was so like fun and rewarding and um, something else we've done. Like you guys, we've done Friendsgivings, which are super fun, but something we sometimes do is we'll eat our meal, just us. And then the next day we plan for what we call a leftovers party. And it's like, everybody brings all the leftovers because otherwise you're eating yeah. like turkey for six months afterwards. Same turkey that you're <laughs> yeah. sick of already. Yeah. yeah. yeah I love that. So that's kind of fun. Because otherwise it's kind of, you know, yuck to serve people leftover food. But on that day, it's okay. Leftovers party. Hey friends, I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about another project that Claire and I have poured our hearts into. You see, we met a few years ago online. I know, it's crazy. We bonded over the fact that we were in similar phases in our lives. We were both married to military service members, and we both found the same tool to be instrumental in helping us work through understanding our experience in a more healthy way. So... Claire being a teacher and me being, well, a tinkerer, we put our heads together and created a course to help other military spouses recognize the unique stressors that we face, understand our own coping mechanisms and where they come from, start to identify your own personalities and egocentricities, and then embrace a more authentic path forward. So what is this tool you're wondering? Well, if you've listened so far, you've heard us talk about it already. It's called the Enneagram, and we want to introduce you to it and help walk you through it 
as you discover your own type. So our course is called the Becoming Your Own Guru eCourse. It includes close to three hours of video instruction. The Becoming Your Own Guru workbook is a 17-page downloadable guide that is filled with diagrams, definitions, reflection prompts, and exercises to help you work towards embracing your identity. There's also downloadable audio files for all of the lectures, so you'll be able to put those MP3 files directly into your podcast player. If you're interested in learning more about this oh-so-popular tool, head over to the website, that's milspogurus.com, and click on the e-course tab for more information. And now back to the show. Do you do Black Friday shopping? Oh, Lord, no, I have before <laughs> and it's just too much for me. A, I just, there's nothing I need that badly. Um, a few times I would say I get out just to people watch. Like I love my girls actually are old enough. We kind of like to go out, not the day of Black Friday, but like Thanksgiving at like 10 PM. We'll just go to like one or two stores and people watch. And um, I actually, a few years ago made a Black Friday bingo and it's hilarious. I'll see if I can put the graphic up. It's like you, you we, we literally play this bingo game when we go. It's like if you see somebody with their dog with them, you get a spot. If you see somebody carrying a big screen TV, you get a spot. If you oh, see somebody so already in pajamas, shopping in pajamas or matching T-shirts or, you know, all these funny little things you tend to see when you go out. But no, that's a no for me. Do you Black Friday shop? No, I'm a, I'm a cyber Monday girl. Um, and I do really love the shop local initiatives for Saturday, small small business business Saturday. Saturday. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I really, so we try for that. And I'm like you, like if only I were so organized to already know or have my Christmas list for the day after Thanksgiving, like maybe I would be intrigued by Black Friday. (laughs) But to me, it's like another point that I've failed. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not ready and have my list. Um, so I it kind of rubs it in for me, and I'm just like, eh, and it's great. Like there's it there is nothing that would get me out of bed at five in the morning or three in the mm-hmm. morning or whatever time now. Uh, uh-uh. no, there's so what what I have done though is we'll go out at like four in the afternoon on Friday. Right, everybody else is done. By they're then. needing their nap by then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like the stores don't run out of stuff. I mean, yeah, maybe no. some like TV yeah. goes out of stock or whatever. But like, so you can still you've got the day off. So like, shopping makes sense as an activity. Um, but yeah, no, we we've done, and I won't say we've done it on purpose, but I really do love is REI that does the opt outside. Yes, uh, um, I love that. So I want to be like a little more purposeful about that. Like, and at least like let the kids understand like. Okay, this is what commercialism is doing, and this is what this is why yeah. we're not shopping. Today. Hey, as um, kids, we were pre opt outside, right? Like we <laughs> no, did that anyway. Nope. <laughs> well, so okay, so we didn't live in an area that was super close to any shopping. I mean, our town had a Walmart, but it took thirty minutes to get to Walmart. That like, sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Honestly, Claire. So what we had was the outdoors. Like that's what we did. Right. So even like you know, the older we got. Driving to the nearest mall was, yeah, like an hour trip. An event. Come yeah. on, man. Like, no, we're not trying to do that. So, yeah, we would just we'd go to the park and do pickup soccer games or, yeah, like I mentioned before, just like putzing around the neighborhood um, on our bikes or whatever. And, mm-hmm. Well, it's yeah. finally like if you grow up where we both live, like it's finally temperate outside by then. It's not totally. freezing yet. Yeah. It's not so hot. So it's like, oh, a, a nice day out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. definitely just feel like I usually do have a Christmas list or like who I'm buying for and budget set and all that. But I just balk at Black Friday because I just feel like I see through all the marketing ploys and like mm-hmm. it's not that good of a deal. And they're just trying to like 
put you in this frenzy. And I guess I've seen too many YouTube videos of people being like stampeded <laughs> over a Keurig yeah. for $59 yeah. that I'm like, no, yeah. I just, I mean, sometimes it's, I, I, if I ever go, it's just for fun. It's never with right. like a, I don't know. I have a friend that she and her mom and aunts all have t-shirts and they spend thousands, probably thousands of dollars that day getting everything and, it's like a sport to them. Yeah. So I don't, I mean, I get it, I guess. It's just, I'm not that driven. Me either. <laughs> I would beat her out. Now my husband would, would love to, like he actually enjoys yeah. going to Black Friday's shop. So I'm like, oh, let's keep me not. Yeah. I don't want to do that. See, that's um, like ultimate football weekend at our house. There's like all oh, the fine. games yeah. on. And so, yeah. Yeah. It's just, you know, a chill weekend. So this will be a different one for us because Ryan's job, they're working through Thanksgiving Uh, And like, I've already asked him, I'm like, well, that doesn't mean like the day of, right? Like you're just not going to be able to travel. And he was like, no, we'll be working. We're in rotation that day. And I'm like, but like, you'll be able to have a meal with us, right? Because I'm truly just trying to manage my expectations. And if he can just tell me even know that he will not be home, if he can tell me that definitively, we'll eat Friday. But I need to know that so I don't go to a lot of trouble and then be very frustrated, not with him, but with the U.S. Army that he is missing Thanksgiving. So oh, that stinks. Yeah. And that was another thing that I was thinking of too, with black Friday is like, if you go and spend money, you're encouraging the stores to be open on. Right. Friday. And I get it. I mean, well, black Friday, whatever, that's its own thing. But the day of on Thursday, having yeah. people work is seems a little extreme, um, a little much. Yeah. But they'll do it if there's people spending money. So, um, and yeah. then I don't know, I've talked to people before, like, are you have to work on Thursday, you know, on Thanksgiving? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's cool. I don't have anywhere to go. Or I want, they pay you overtime, you know, for a holiday or whatever. So it's a good opportunity for folks. But um, yeah, yeah, I don't like it. And that, that stinks that he'll be working. But yeah. yeah. But you know, okay. I'm sitting here feeling like a butthole because your hubby is not even home. So I'm sorry I, mean, I even said that. I'm sorry. No, really? No, I am. No. Honestly, Claire, I think it's worse that he's home and can't be home. But like, you know what I mean? Like then to be deployed. Like, honestly, truly, I think it is worse for them. I to know. I think it's worse for you that you don't get to see him, though. That's Oh, we'll be fine. <laughs> I, know. I know. But I think that's um, just another thing that a lot of people may not realize. Like, totally. We, you know, just because it's Thanksgiving on a calendar doesn't mean that like all of us get to be together with our families. And that's yeah. not, again, not a point of pity or, you know, needing any, anybody to feel sorry for us, but it's just a reality. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And so honestly, so I kind of struggled with the question about tradition because we don't have one because we've right. never had that much stability to actually instate a tradition. <laughs> like yeah. it's always something, you know, do you think your kids are just in general, our kids, military kids, miss out on anything by not having those traditions? Well, they don't or, have anything to judge it based on. I mean, they don't true. have a, a frame of reference, so I don't think yeah. so. I mean, I guess if we, oh, it was so much better when I was a kid. You know, if we yeah. did that kind of thing, then maybe. I mean, I don't do that, but I do feel like Thanksgiving is very much a holiday that I can look back on as a time that, like, multiple generations were sitting around yeah. telling stories, laughing, and, like, it's kind of like you learn who you are on those kind of holidays. You learn your roots. You learn all the funny family stories. Uh-huh. And I do think, I mean, thankfully we have other times that my kids do get to do that and be with extended families. But um, I do think that's something I wish my kids had a little bit more of. Was Wow. I had never really given that a lot of thought. And that actually just kind of like that landed in a, in a weird way. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's, I mean, it's fine, but you're totally right. Like, 
And now we're losing our older generations. And I think right. the most of my kids have been home, home, like back way back home is for funerals. So yeah. they've gotten a little bit of taste for that. And actually, I remember going to funerals when I was a kid and it was right. kind of the same idea, right? Right, um, As the big gatherings or whatever. We don't really do reunions for some reason. I guess nobody wanted to plan them. Um, yeah. but <laughs> um, plus, we're all so dispersed, you know, right. and like. And the people that live where they lived, like, I'm talking like beyond my parents, you know, for right. our extended family, they just, they, they go visit when they want to go visit. It's not like they need to all get together at one they time. They don't have to have a holiday. Yeah. They're, yeah. And you're, you're so right about like, well, you need to go and see so-and-so. And it's like, no, 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 no. I already drove here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> can they come here to mm-hmm. see me? Like, that would be really nice. And, you know, but anyway. Do you yeah. have any funny, do you have a funny Thanksgiving story? Like beyond your raw turkey. I catch a lot of flack because I'm usually the one taking naps and not cooking. (laughs) (laughs) It's my opportunity and I can hear them making fun of me in the kitchen. Like I'm right there. (laughs) You don't care, I guess, if you're just napping. I really don't, honestly. Like I don't clean up. I'll help my dad clean up, you know, whatever. Um, But no, I love nothing more than to just curl up on this old couch that my mom has and it's just so freaking comfortable and just snooze and like, cause everything else is taken care of. Like it's almost like I can check out and yeah, that's super selfish. And I'm, also let's be real. They don't want me in the kitchen. Like I'm not getting in the kitchen. <laughs> so, yeah. like, I mean, I've gotten pretty handy with my instant pot at home, but like, I no, I'm not the one you want monitoring a roux, whatever yeah. that is, you know, yeah. like, or trying to cook anything. So, and they like, they like to pick on me about that. And yeah. now my kids are getting into that too, which is real fun. Well, for I me, have to say, I mean, whatever. I'd probably be picking on you too, or I'd be mad. I know. <laughs> Here's the thing: I'm the kind of person I would be aggravated that you weren't helping, but Aww. then, but then I probably wouldn't give you anything to do, even if you came in and said, "Hey, like, put me to work. What can I do?" Mm-hmm. I'd be no, like, "I've got like, it. Open. I've got it covered." So I need yeah. to work on that, like, little quirk about myself. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good. Like, they'll let me like stir things, and that's about it. And also, a little bit of it is put on. Like, I really just don't enjoy cooking. Like, that's yeah. not my thing. So I'm like, I don't know what to do. It just look helpless. Yeah. <laughs> Sooner or later, someone will take it out of my hands. Hey, if I that's working out. for you, you just have that chain, girl. <laughs> well, it's working until my family hears this episode and then I'm like screwed. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're going to have an apron with your name on it waiting Whoops. for you when you yeah. get there this year. <laughs> okay. So on top of the turkey story, can I just add to that? Yes. So yes, of course I put a raw turkey on the table. So that was mortifying, but also, and this is why I'm thinking it was Christmas because my dad's birthday is on Christmas. Okay. Um, I wanted to make him a cake and he loves red velvet. I'm like, I could do red velvet. Okay. I followed the directions. I thought to a T and pull this cake out of the oven. And it was like flat as a pancake and disgusting. Was it Apparently, a box, a boxed cake mix? No, or no, a, a no, from scratch? I went from scratch. So I'm reading through the ingredients and you know what I did? You didn't put baking so, soda or baking I'm powder so on embarrassed. it? You know, you know what I did? I don't, I don't, I'm not going to share it actually. This is Tell really me, weird. you have to now. I'm too invested. <laughs> it, I put, um, it called for soda. Did you pour like a Coke in it? I bought seltzer. <laughs> it was before LaCroix were cool. And I remember thinking like, this is odd. So freaking Amelia Bedelia. It's not even funny. Yeah. <laughs> And I did. And it was terrible. And then, so not only are they laughing at me for the turkey, but then I had this terrible cake. I'm like, you're soda cake. So no, I don't cook. <laughs> I don't do it. It's too much pressure. <laughs> I think you've earned the right. I really do. Yeah. I think you've earned the right not yeah. to. That's so great. Yeah. 
It's fine. Know. That's why they're like, let her nap. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I love that. Yep. Yep. I love it. Yeah. I don't, I can't think of any like really like funny things that have happened on Thanksgiving in particular. I mean, so two of my kids have November birthdays. My son's on the 8th oh, and my fine. middle daughter is on the 13th. So like, I did get to sit out of a few, like there's a couple of years I wasn't expected to like make anything or bring anything. Cause I'm like, I just had a baby. I'm nursing. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm feeding yep. this baby. So, um, yep. yeah. So to me, think the, the month of November always tends to feel really full anyway, because two, there are two birthdays. Um, it's just a short month anyway. Mm-hmm. And then Thanksgiving, you know, rolled in, it's like, bam, bam, bam. We've got all this celebrating to do. And I'm like kind of tired by the end of the month. (laughs) So one thing that I think is helpful and Claire and I've been talking about this a lot, um, is a practice of gratitude. So it is Thanksgiving after all, um, we're coming into just a stressful season, um, Mm -hmm. with probably travel or, wishing you could travel or whatever your situation is break uh, from school for a lot of people break, break like kids home. Yeah. Yeah. I try, you know, family dynamics, you know, that can kind of be crazy sometimes. I mean, there's just like quintessential sort of like politics at the dinner table kind of thing. That's always hanging oh, over a lot yeah. of heads for, <laughs> for holidays and just stress around that. Um, so we wanted to um, kind of stress to ourselves and for anyone listening, like, one way to escape some of the spiral of that stress is to just continually call attention to what you're grateful for. So in order to help with that, we actually have a download that is um, 30 prompts for 30 days of gratitude. We did a fun little challenge a while back on our Instagram um, that went really well and we just had prompts. So what we've done is I've packaged them up kind of journalesque that you can either you know print and fill out yourself, or you can just kind of hang on to them as a mental reminder, mm-hmm. or you can post them on your, on your Instagram, you know, we've yeah. got a couple of hashtags that we throw in there too, and we'll probably do that as well. But it's a good way to like, start your day. <laughs> so, you know, I am thankful for this, it might actually help you take inventory of the things you have so that you're not feeling such an urge to go spend um, and get caught up in all that hustle. I know, it's just, it can be a financially draining time of year in general, right. which obviously adds to stress too. So I also think that those prompts are good because a lot of times I think the holidays can, and this kind of ties in with your money thing, but like they can give us a lot of FOMO, right? Like we we're afraid of, Mm -hmm. you know, what we're missing or we see this going on here or that going on there and the gratitude practice instead of numbing what you feel sad about or what maybe doesn't feel great about the holiday um, either with spending or imbibing Mm. with too much alcohol or whatever, Mm. fill in the blank, like, recenter and think back to like truly what you have to be grateful for. And it helps, it helps with your mindset. Something we talk about almost every episode. Pretty much. So give, give (laughs) our listeners directions then Kelly, like with that download, what do they need to do? They need to come over to our site. um, And we're going to have a link available for you in the show notes. And you can just download it immediately from the website. It's millspokeroos.com. And there is a products tab. We do have some, you know, other downloads available for sale, but we're going to make this one free. Because it should be free. (laughs) Gratitude should be something that everyone enjoys. So um, we're going to have that available for free. You will also have access to it if you are a Patreon or one of our patrons over on Patreon. So be on the lookout for that in your inbox once you make a pledge. If you would be interested in supporting us in that way, we would welcome that. And we'll send you all kinds of goodies and downloads. And um, and yeah, we'll we'll make sure you, you get your hands on it. It should just download immediately once you either head to the site or get an email from us on Patreon. 
Yeah. And we want to say too, like a lot of times you think you have to start something like this on the first of the month or whatever. You yeah. don't. And in yeah. fact, if you download it today, uh, the time that this episode is airing, you will have about 30 days between Thanksgiving and Christmas. And so it'll help set you up for a good mindset and just be in a good space before you celebrate the next big holiday coming up. Totally. And look, you get to jump on your new year's resolutions. Exactly. (laughs) You've already started and established a practice. Okay. So we're going to go back to episode 15 that we just finished uh, about a week ago on talking about how we deal with uncertainty and anxiety and how what can happen if you become intolerant to it. Like it's just not great. And we gave some advice that episode that we wanted to check back in on. For me, I talked about and after re-listening to it, I'm like, well, I didn't really give any advice. I just talked about for me, the anchor and all of that is my faith. And so what I did do as a way to practice what we talked about is I thought back to um, how a lot of my uncertainty is centered around our moving different places and kind of the worry of the kids and the worry of will I find a job and will I make friends and what will it look like? And so I have actually written every time we've left a place, a reflection. Um, a couple of times oh, wow. it's been like a top 10 list of what I loved about the area or what the, you know, what was meaningful about that assignment. And so I went back and read all of those. And I realized that even though the place we are right now has probably been one of the more difficult assignments, like just all the way around, I need to go ahead and start writing that reflection now or begin mm. outlining because we do have just a few months left here. And um, as hard as it's been and as you know, I, I just won't even get into all of that, but there have been some good things. And so that process of reflecting through the lens of my fate, through, you know, all of that, it helps me to be ready for the next thing. And it's almost like these little memorial stones that I can go back and say like, oh, well, remember, I hate, I thought I hated it there and I thought it was hard, but look at all this good that came from it. And so I need to start working on that, at least kind of organizing some thoughts as we prepare to leave here. So that's how I'm dealing with the uncertainty of the future is I'm actually looking back and being reminded Mm -hmm. that. I love that because you're going to have the opportunity to like close everything up. Yeah. And I think we skip that. We skip that a lot of times. We do. Um, And I think we even talked about that in an episode, didn't Mm -hmm. we? Mm -hmm. Probably. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a real, it's tempting to do because you want to just quickly move on and get to the next place, but then you're neglecting everything that you you should really close up um, before you leave. And that's a gratitude practice. So I love it. So that's, that's all together. Um, so mine was um, to incorporate a little bit of mindfulness when feeling uneasy about uncertainty and kind of actually just living in this like constant state of uncertainty <laughs> right now. But um, my friend Morales had a, a little meditation moment that she shared on her Facebook page. And it was basically like, okay, there's a grounding exercise. Remember that you have two feet and one breath. So, you know, calling attention to the sole of your, you know, your heel, your sole, your toes of your left foot, same for your right foot. And then take a big, deep breath. That's it. 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, it takes no time, but just, so I've been doing it in the car line at school. <laughs> just Before or after you get your kids? <laughs> Before. <laughs> I'm bracing for it. Um, but it's just a nice little like reminder, like, okay, I'm here. I'm healthy. I'm doing okay. Like regardless of whatever noise is happening in my head, like I've got a moment to take nice, big, deep breaths and enjoy life. So yeah, I've been loving that. Mm -hmm. I think that's great too, because 
so many of us, I think we get this idea that like, we need something huge to like save us from ourselves, right? Or we need this mm-hmm. big, big thing that we really need to do. Or if only I could get to therapy regularly, or if only mm-hmm. I could do fill in the blank. And sometimes it's really not the big thing. It's the way the little things all add up. And I'm thinking mm-hmm. if you do that little two feet, one breath, three or four times a day, like that's mm-hmm. a, that's a game changer in your overall outlook and your body. Like, yeah, I think sometimes we overlook the small thinking that it has to be something epic and big that helps. Yeah. And I think that's not always true. I think the little things do add up. All right. So this brings us to the point in our show where we're going to leave you with our advice. Take it or leave it for the coming week. And Kelly, go ahead. What's yours? So mine is to go back and listen to episode three on boundaries. Ooh, that's a good one. As you're driving, <laughs> even if it's driving to your friend's house for Friendsgiving or if it's driving to your family's house, um, just take a listen. Not that it's the end all be all authoritative episode on the practice of setting boundaries, but um, I know that I for sure am going to go back and listen to me talk about boundaries. Because, well, yeah, that's the key. <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay, Kelly, you were so smart back in, you know, August about boundaries. Yeah. Exactly. What are you still going to stick to now? So, um, yeah, that's that's going to be mine. That's good advice. And okay, what's your recipe that you? We'll link all this in the show notes. So, what's a recipe <laughs> gonna, that you? It's, it's that, a turkey recipe. No. <laughs> yeah, do share that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm going to share my favorite can of pop biscuits. And um, actually, I do. My mom does make a really great sweet potato casserole. Um, and it probably is just a recipe from like you know, one of the old cookbooks or something, but I definitely am going to share that because it's like, my, that's what I think. That was the very first thing when you said, okay, favorite food. That's yeah. probably it with pecans on top. <laughs> pecans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, well, I'll start with my recipe and then I'll end with my advice. So one thing that I always do these years that I've had the responsibility of making the meal is I go ahead and buy ingredients to make like a homemade chicken pot pie but I use my leftover turkey in it. And so two or three days later, when we're, we pretty much just cannot, you know, Mm -hmm. taste or handle any more of like the way we've eaten it the past two or three days, I have like another iteration that I can use up the turkey and it feels fresh and it feels like something different. So I'm going to link that for my turkey pot pie. I'm also going to share a link. I haven't done it yet, but my plan is to do it for this year. And it's a sheet pan Thanksgiving. It's like, if you really want to pare down, you do all of it on the little sheet pan and you just make the essentials. And that's my, that's kind of tying in with my advice because I am giving myself a break this year. I am not going to kill myself cooking for six days and making a ton of food that my kids don't really like and won't really eat. Mm -hmm. Um, because I've like put all this pressure and expectation on myself to make it a certain way. And I'm just, my advice is take a chill pill this year and go easy, do the sheet pan and enjoy the day. I'm going to get me a nap this year. So there you go. And that's big for me. So we'll see how (laughs) that goes. It's glorious. So, okay, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. We wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Download our free download of the 30 gratitude prompts. Eat your turkey. Make sure it's cooked properly. Love your people. (laughs) Have your boundaries and have a wonderful Thanksgiving 2019. Thanks for joining us this week on Advice Not Given. For resources and links to all the things mentioned in today's episode, head over to our website, milspogurus.com. That's M-I-L-S-P-O-G-U-R-U-S. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please help others find us by adding your thoughts to an iTunes review and subscribing so you never miss a show. If you're interested in being a next level supporter of our endeavors, check out our Patreon page. You can pledge as little as a dollar per episode to help us out with expenses. Think of it as eavesdropping on our coffee date, but then sending over a latte. It's a thing. Also, be sure to find us on Instagram and Facebook at Milspo Gurus, where we keep the conversation going and where you can share your advice not given.